Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope everybody enjoyed another fun offensive night on baseball on Monday night. Lots of offense, a couple of nice pitching outings, but for the most part, bombs away as usual. I'm here to recap your Monday action on the diamond, get you ready for Tuesday, uh, and let's get going. Let's get cracking on Monday's news. No, it's not a ton. Not a ton today. Byron Buxton, he's going to join the paternity list. Congrats to the Buxton family. Trevor Larnack will be called up and used for the meantime while Byron Buxton is enjoying time with his wife and his newborn child. Colorado Rockies, they made a trade with the Atlanta Braves. They traded Pierce Johnson and Taylor Hearn, two relievers, to the Atlanta Braves to give the Braves some much-needed bullpen depth. depth. Reading into this some more, two big pieces that both have options left, which give the Braves the flexibility to move pitchers up and down to keep fresh arms in the back of the bullpen, which is something they apparently were definitely looking for. In return, the Rockies received the Braves' 10th and 26th overall prospects, some relief pitching options out of the minor league system. Detroit Tigers made a couple moves or a couple news notes on Monday. Alex Fado, who I was all excited about coming back on Sunday, having a nice outing and seeing what he could do. Well, he got optioned back to AAA on Monday. So that was a ton of fun. We'll see where that one leads. Um, we already know, like, um, we got uh, Erod came back. We have. Um, Tariq Skubal came back. We'll talk more about him later. And now Spencer Turnbull, just like Alex Fado, Spencer Turnbull is going to make a rehab a start on Tuesday, another one on Sunday, and, after, and see how that goes, potentially returning next week for the Tigers as they continue to add more starting pitching depth to their rotation, where just a few weeks ago, that's why I mentioned those, those other names, they were, had next to nothing in that rotation. Now they might have their starting rotation from opening day back, and that would be pretty, pretty nice. Philadelphia Phillies are to activate Sir Anthony Dominguez on Tuesday, uh, adding some much-needed bullpen help to the Phillies' bullpen. Shane Bieber, so kind of surprising news, I guess, unless I was just completely under a rock on this one. But, uh, like, well, the Bieber entry kind of it keeps escalating, and it escalated in a big way on Monday. Shane Bieber was moved to the 60-day IL by the Cleveland Guardians, which means Bieber is not eligible to return until September 10th. That's when he's eligible to return, assuming he's, like, ramped back up and everything by then. Um, I, I tweeted about it when I saw the news. I was holding on to Bieber where I could in my non-IL leagues, thinking, okay, let's see what the news is. It keeps like, you know, it's so vague, so weird. 
With this news, he'll be a drop this Sunday. And fab for me. I'll be dropping Shane Bieber. If he comes back and does well in like three starts, so be it. That's a roster spot that I definitely need if I don't have IL capabilities. The Cincinnati Reds are going to activate Kevin Newman from the IL, which will give them some more infield depth, especially versus left-handed pitching. They place Kirk Casali, backup catcher, on the IL to make room for Kevin Newman. Cardinals made some moves with some uh, interesting players in the bullpen, backup catcher, and whatnot. But more importantly, they moved Ryan Helsley to the 60-day IL. Still means he's eligible to come back early August, but this is one of those that I said the second it happened, you can drop him. They got Jordan Hicks back there. They got Giovanni Gallegos. Both could be traded, so maybe Helsley gets the job back by the time he returns. But it's such a weird injury, not a great injury. I'll take my chances with Hicks and Gallegos in the back of that Cardinals bullpen until otherwise notified. Milwaukee Brewers' Brandon Woodruff will make his second rehab start on Thursday, which is great to see. He'll need at least one more after that. They're saying maybe two. We'll see how he keeps ramping up here. But Woodruff looked really good in his first rehab start, so we'll see how that one continues from there. Merrill Kelly, some good news for the Arizona Diamondbacks. She needs some starting pitching help. Merrill Kelly will be activated from the IL on Tuesday and make the start against the St. Louis Cardinals in Arizona for the D-backs. It'll also move Zach Gallon back one day to Wednesday to give him an extra day's rest, which never hurts this time of the year for any pitcher, any player, but any pitcher especially. So Kelly coming back on Tuesday, Gallon moved to Wednesday, D-backs rotation getting a little bit stronger and much needed at this point in time. Last bit of news I have for you here, Dusty Baker. We were expecting Jordan Alvarez to return on Monday. Well, there's videos surfacing where Alvarez and Altuve and some other injured players were taking BP and running bases before the game. Uh, and then there's a there's a scrum in the dugout, a media scrum, and Dusty Baker was asked, well, when's Jordan coming back? And Baker went on, if you watch the video, to say, with players like Jordan and others, I look for the target date, and then I wait another day or two to make sure they are ready for real to come back because every player thinks they're ready before they're supposed to be. As a Giants fan, this is Dusty to a T. It's annoying as I'll get up. But if you're a Houston Astros fan, what's a couple extra days to make sure Jordan's good to go? Baker said Jordan's very, very close. They'll see how the workout went on Monday, and he'll return either Tuesday or Wednesday at the latest. Um, Baker also said he would have been rehabbing in the minors on Monday, but that team had a day off, so it made sense to come work out with the team, see that semen person, see how everything bounced back, and get him back here Tuesday or Wednesday. Jose Altuve on the flip side there. Uh, Baker's going to reevaluate him after Monday's workout, and there's a good chance that Altuve might not even need a rehab assignment as he's coming back from his oblique injury, but still no timetable for Altuve's return, but it sounds like he's close, really close, because he's been taking a BP for over a week now, so that is really good to see. All right, everybody, underdog fantasy. Want to make some money making picks on MLB games? Then you have to try underdog fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. In underdog's pick them game, you just pick your favorite baseball players and project whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick two to five players, get all the picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Be sure to sign up with the promo code PITCHERLIST, P-I-T-C-H-E-R-L-I-S-T, all one word, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. So you put $100 bucks in, use promo code PITCHERLIST, you'll get an extra $100 so you have some bonus cash to start playing with. I, I gave you two pitching props yesterday, Castillo and Maeda over, boom, boom. They looked really well. Looking at the early lines for Tuesday, and again, you can pick five picks. If you just do the standard picks, all you have to do is get two right. or You go two for two, three for three, four for four, five for five, escalate your winnings. If you do insured picks, you have to get at least three right, but you can get one wrong. So you have to make at least four picks, get three right, so on and so forth. Um, some of the ones I like early, I made a long list, but if I want to give you some of my favorite favorites, give me JP France over two and a half runs. I think Texas-Houston goes off yet again 
on Tuesday. Uh, George Kirby over 6K is, again, facing that Minnesota Twins team. Strikes out a ton versus righty. Kirby struck out uh, a handful of them in his last start. He's got at least six or more Ks in a few straight outings. And there's a lot of other ones there. Those are the first two I'd really put a point to make. But I probably got about 10 written down here. I'm going to kind of deviate through for my picks when I lock them in for the day. But back to Underdog Fantasy. Again, it's underdogfantasy.com or Underdog Fantasy in the App Store. Sign up with promo code PitcherList, all one word, and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Just remember, though, you must be at least 18 or over and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates, 19 or over in Alabama and Nebraska, 21 or over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms do apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. And in Tennessee, call 1-800-889-9789. All right, some hitting highlights from Monday. Carlos Santana, the Pittsburgh Pirates, they went off on you, Darvish. But Santana went two for three, two more home runs, two runs scored, four RBIs on a walk for Santana. It's been an up-and-down season. He's been very streaky, especially of late. And over the last three games, Santana has five hits, two of them doubles, two of them home runs. When he's running well, he's running very well. So keep an eye on Santana. Maybe daily leagues in the right matchups could be a dude for you. In that same game, How Sung Kim is a guy I have talked about a ton on podcasts, written in articles. I kept begging people to add him. You need to roster How Sung Kim. Uh, he went two for three with two home runs, two runs scored, three RBIs and a walk on Monday. He's been leading off a lot of over the last couple of weeks of primary leadoff man for the Padres. And since July 1st, Kim's hitting 314 with five home runs, 17 runs scored, seven RBIs, and five stolen bases. He's walking over 13% of the time and striking out around 16% since July 1st. Kim is looking every bit the part of the player that was signed a couple years ago. The expectations are, were high. Took some time to get going. Kim has found his groove in the bigs, and he needs to find his groove on your fancy baseball teams. And then the Candyman, Heimer Candelario proved the Candyman can, a guy I've always had a soft spot for, and he's having a really, really good season for the Washington Nationals. On Monday, Candelario went two for four with a double, a home run, two runs scored, and three RBIs. Since July 1st, the average could be better. It's only 228, but he has six home runs, 13 runs scored, 12 RBIs, and one stolen base. Makes for a great third baseman in deeper formats and a middle and a corner infield option elsewhere. He's very, very fan, fantasy viable going forward. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box article on PitcherList.com for more details on all the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights from Monday. I mentioned I'd tweak Scooble will be talked about later. Scooble sliced and diced my Giants. I was already nervous about the Giants. You know, the rough couple games just got swept in Washington to fly to an early, early game of Detroit before they fly home finally after a long road trip. Didn't expect them to get up for this game. Didn't expect it to be this nasty either. Scooble, five shutout innings, two hits, no walks, and nine strikeouts of those Giants. Scooble had 13 whiffs and 34% CSW. Got up to 82 pitches. It's about a 20-pitch increase from his previous outing. So he's getting stretched out. He looked great. Over four starts so far this year for Scooble. He's thrown 17 innings pitched. It was four in each of the first three starts. Seven earned runs. That was all in one outing. Three of his four outings, Scooble has allowed zero runs. So that's a big plus as well. Three walks and 23 strikeouts in those 17 innings pitched. If Scooble's still available, which he is in a lot of shallower formats, you need to get him on your roster, especially in places where you need strikeouts. Colin Ray, six innings pitched, two earned, five hits, one walk, five Ks for the Brew Crew versus the Reds. Ray had seven whiffs and a 24% CSW. He's not like a lights-out ace, but he's very streamable. If you look at, at Ray over his last five starts, 28 and two-thirds innings, 12 earned, four walks, 21 Ks. Very intriguing guy to keep an eye on in the right matchups. Same with Graham Ashcraft. 
out of spring training. Everyone was raving about Graham Ashcraft. Rough start to the year. Goes back to the minors. Comes back. He's pitching much, much better. On Monday, Ashcraft went five and a third, two earned, five hits, four walks, eight Ks. The Ks have been missing after uh, over his last few outings. They came back in a big way against Milwaukee. Ashcraft had 11 whiffs and a 30% CSW against the Brewers. Uh, over Ashcraft's last five games where he's kind of found his groove, 30 innings pitched, seven earned runs, 13 walks, that's still an issue, and 22 Ks. If we could lower the walks up the Ks a bit, Ashcraft will look like the pitcher many were hoping for on draft day. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Monday. A weird set of relief pitching highlights. Scott Barlow picked up his 12th save. Jordan Romano is 28th. Okay, cool. A lot of normal closers were involved in wins and losses due to extra inning games, though. Devin Williams picked up his fifth win of the year for the Brewers, as Alexis Diaz in the same game picked up his second loss of the season. Ryan Presley picked up his third win of the year versus the Rangers late in that game. Jorge Lopez picked up his fourth one of the year, and in the same game, Paul Sewold picked up his first loss. And then Craig Kimbrell picked up his second loss of the year. So a lot of big-time closers got action on Monday, but were involved in wins and losses, not saves so much. All right, before we take a look at Tuesday's action on the dime, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. And that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, uh, KC Bubba. All right, we have a 12-game main slate. There's three games in the 6 o'clock hour on Monday, so starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. Some of the bats I'm looking for on this 12-game slate, I'm going right back to Houston and Texas. Houston versus Cody Bradford in the Texas bullpen. Bullpen game there. Then Texas versus J.P. France. I like both of those quite a bit. Houston came in very low rostered on Monday. It would be great if that happened again on Tuesday. But both are phenomenal stacks. Padres versus Rich Hill, totally cool with that. Love Cleveland versus Granky. Cleveland's bats are really heating up. They're super cheap and affordable on this slate. So Cleveland versus Granky, lots of ways to go. Washington's in play. Tons and like there's tons and tons of ways to go. So those are the main ones I'm looking at here. But a fun night to be had. On the flip side, pitching. Yep, you got Jorge Lopez and Blake Snell are expensive, but but serviceable. The main guys I'm looking at though, Corbin Burns versus Cincinnati. Burns is uh, not a lot of run in his last two starts, striking out a combined 23, over 14 innings pitched. So I like Burns versus Cincinnati. Love George Kirby versus Minnesota. I mentioned in the props earlier, Kirby dealt versus Minnesota in his last start. I expect it to happen again on Monday. And if you're looking for a punt, Steven Matz versus the Arizona Diamondbacks D-backs team struggling tremendously versus left-handed pitching. Some things I'm looking forward to on Tuesday, more Rangers and Astros fireworks. We got the battle for Texas. We got very little pitching 
all the offense. I expect round two to be just like round one when it's all said and done. Look at Blake Snell bouncing back versus the Pirates. Snell was just unbelievable for almost two months for the Padres. Then he goes out against Toronto, five innings, one run, great, but seven walks in 4Ks. The walks finally got to Blake Snell. Can he bounce back in a get-right spot versus the Pittsburgh Pirates? Merrill Kelly returns to the D-backs facing Steven Matz. Matz has been getting it done as he's getting stretched out back in their rotation. Merrill Kelly is one of the best, most consistent pitchers in baseball before he got hurt. Let's see how that one uh, pans out. Then Julio Urias coming off a rough, rough outing in his last time. Can he bounce back versus the Jays as the Dodgers need him in a big, big way? But that'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Before we head on out, make sure you all check out PitcherList.com. If you listen to the show, you probably already are, but check out all the free content, great articles, podcasts, and much, much more available at PitcherList.com. Then support the cause. PL Plus, PL Pro gets you in the Discord, plus more content, more tools, more great stuff coming down the pipeline that you find out about in the Discord. Great service, great stuff at PitcherList.com. So go check it out. Then become a member at PL Plus, PL Pro. You will not regret it, I promise. That'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Tuesday and preview Wednesday. But for now, this is your First Pitch Podcast, Tuesday, July 25th edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.